welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. So I just finished up recording a podcast interview with a special guest coming out in a couple of weeks. And one of the pieces that we got into conversation about is this idea of like using data, using statistics, or using really anything aspirational against yourself. So let's dig into what that looks like. And if you find yourself in this mode of what I'm going to call like compare and despair, what to do instead, because it's really, really normal to look at something to look at somebody who is further ahead of you look at an organization or a business that's further ahead of you, and use it against yourself, like very, very common human nature. This is something I still catch myself doing and have to actively work towards thinking on purpose another way, right? So in this podcast, it's strategy, it's mindset, it's both. So when I say things like thoughts I like to think on purpose, this is an example of that where I'm actually cultivating different thoughts to think on purpose when this idea of compare and despair comes up. So let's say there is a really interesting statistic or piece of data that is relevant to your sector, relevant to the audience you serve. This might be... um, One of the pieces that we were looking at was the value per lead. So depending on what you use for your CRM, you may have this this available to you. So I have this available for me and my CRM. So it will kind of bucket leads together, all of your leads and how much income is coming in from those and then assign like a, a value per lead. You could easily hear, let's say your value per lead was X and you're like feeling pretty good about X. And then you hear that the industry standard is Y and Y is five times your current value. And it would be easy to look at that number and just be like, crap, I'm so far away from the norm. I'm so far away from the standard. This isn't working. And what's really interesting is sometimes we use these statistics against ourselves when we were feeling good before we read it. It's like before we read it, we were like, things are going good. We're growing year over year, however you want to kind of come from that perspective. And instead you see this and you use it as a way to just like stomp on your progress. So that's how it might look. It might actually look. So another example would be We've been talking a lot about email recently. So let's say you find out that email open rates are on average for your sector, 30%. And going into it, you're like, we're at, you know, 24%. And we're having the most amazing year ever. And this is happening. And that's happening. And listen, last year, we were at 16%. And you might see this and go, well, the fact that we've grown 10% year over year means nothing because we're still behind the eight ball, right? You've heard me talk about this book, The Gap and the Gain. And This is that same way of thinking where this idea of compare and despair, where you're using these data points, these industry statistics against yourself is is the gap in real time. It is yourself measuring against somebody or some business or some organization that may have more staffing than you, may have more 
marketing budget than you, may have a lot of different things different than you. And it is not productive for you to measure against them or even to measure against your future self. So for example, let's use the email open rate. Let's say you are at 25% and you see industry standard is 30%. Your goal is to get to 30%. You could really make yourself feel pretty shitty about still being under your goal, right? Maybe you missed the deadline to reach that goal. Maybe you thought you'd be there by now. Instead of looking backwards, which is the acronym they give you in this book, always measure and measure backwards. Instead of measuring backwards, going, listen, we were at 16% last year. Look at how far we've come. So it may look like that. That would be niche, organization specific, industry specific. Then other times, we definitely do this, especially on social media, compare and despair with people, with individuals, with thought leaders. And I think it's something that with the onset of social media just gets worse and worse and worse, just because the more people are painting their best Instagram life or whatever life, the easier it is for you to compare your business, your brand, your organization against some fictitious version of it. So anytime I get into a zone of like, feeling that way. I do a couple of things. One, I kind of survey and go, what is what is the content that I'm consuming that is I'm having a, a, a reaction to? And let me use this time to mute. You can mute accounts. You can mute stories. It is not productive for me to go down a thought spiral about how somebody is, air quotes, you know, doing better, uh, more ahead, those types of thoughts than me totally non-productive. So instead of telling myself, no, you're more, you're doing great too, Christina. I actually just say to myself, this isn't a productive use of my time to even address. I'm going to mute these accounts if they are people that I still want to be connected with or organizations I still want to be connected with, but I'm not going to consume their content right now. So you can mute or you can unfollow. That's one piece that I would do. The other piece is I would look at it and go, I would take a moment and say, separate to that person, that organization, what are my wins? What are my celebrations? And we've talked about this a lot in previous episodes is really taking time to write those down. I did this recently. My assistant was helping me gather testimonials, or rather, (laughs) I needed to gather testimonials for some updates we're doing to the website. And I noticed that I had really testimonials and feedback all a little bit all over the place, more all over the place than I'd like to admit. So um, I had testimonials kind of on sales pages and in on my in a folder on my desktop, I had them on my website in a couple places. But really, like my testimonials for my courses, coaching programs in the past two years, they were a little they were I keep saying a little they were all over the place. So what I did is I ended up taking the ones that were most, you know, relevant, the the ones that were the most recent, and I put them all in a folder on Canva. And when I did that, a, a positive byproduct of that, that I didn't expect going in was I was like, holy shit, I've been doing some amazing work for these organizations. I've been a part of their growth. People saying we three X, we 10 X, we, I I'm more confident. I'm more courageous. I'm a different person after taking this program, after working with Christina, like 
reading them and putting together this folder ended up being the boost um, that I didn't, I didn't know that I needed that I didn't know was like waiting for me on the other end. And it was a good reminder of sometimes when we take pen to paper or text, you know, start typing on a blank screen and we're trying to find the wins, it may be hard to find them just then. Like you might be thinking, I'm just, I don't know. Um, But if you keep a rag basket, if you keep a folder with the wins, and if you're not a coach or consultant or course creator, you still can do this. Those are those emails that people reply to you. Those are those phone calls and text messages that you get. Take a screenshot of them, put them on a folder, put them on a Google Doc, put them somewhere that you can reference when you're, when you're, when that like unhelpful thought comes in of the compare and despair that's like, is this even working? Am I even good at this? Like those kind of thoughts that you can reference that brag basket and go like, oh yeah, this is, I am, we are. And then the last piece that I want to offer is, the right way to use the data, like the right way to use people who are aspirational, people who you are inspired by or aspire to be like. I like to use it when I'm thinking on purpose to motivate me. I like to use it as a beacon of they did that so I can too. They've paved the way or they've showed me the possibility. So for example, I may be sitting, sitting peachy thinking, you know, a 16% email open rate is good, which I haven't, but let's just say I was, I might be thinking that's, that's good. That's status quo. That's normal. But instead, if I see data that says, you know what, 30% is normal for, for your niche, then instead of using it against myself, I would use it as fuel, as motivation to say, huh, I wonder what I could do to get me there. And I wonder what it would take. I wonder what subject lines I would have to tinker around with to get me there versus just, I can't believe we're so far behind. So use that shift, that twist. The next time you find yourself, even with a thought leader or somebody you admire, and you're thinking, God, they're so much further ahead. Why can't I blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. Think think to yourself, number one, is this maybe so non not helpful that I need to mute, unfollow, etc. Or is this something that I can get a handle on and say, okay, they accomplished this. And so I can too. They accomplished this. And so they're showing me that it's possible. There is space, there is enough in our sector for this. There are enough sometimes it's what's cool for many organizations would be this idea of like, Let's think of the big ones, like the charity waters of the world. Like there are multiple, more than multiple, so many organizations that that serve communities to offer clean drinking water. But you look at somebody like Charity Water and you think, ah, oh, they're so farther ahead than ours, right? Or maybe, God, they've tapped into a network across the world of people who care about clean drinking water that I didn't know existed. I wonder what network. That is, I wonder what network exists at my fingertips, right? Or if there's a course creator in my world, right? Or another business owner in my world. And I think, oh, how did they crack the code I haven't had cracked yet, right? Somebody a little more aspirational, I might say to myself, huh, they have figured something out. 
And they are not a unicorn. They are not a unicorn. They have figured out a way to message, communicate, position, something. Hey, still am figuring out, but now they're showing me there's a group of people out there who want it, right? It's almost like proof of concept. So instead of comparing to despair, let's use it as proof of concept, that data to motivate you, to get you as that kind of guiding beacon to where you want to be instead of using it against yourself. Okay. That's what I've got for you today. A couple of things. We are going into summer hours. So we are going to be releasing podcast every Tuesday. And then if I get a wild hair, there might be a, a, uh, a surprise podcast here and there over the summer in between. But look out, subscribe, share it. We have some amazing guests coming up on the podcast this summer. And I'm really excited. I cannot believe I'm already 40 episodes in. Like, what? Go back and listen to some of them. Some of the ones, if you haven't listened to, I'm just going to take a minute and share with you some of the ones that have been the most popular. Episode one, the MVP. That is just, it's it's one people talk about often. It's one I for reference often. If you have ever get stuck in planning mode and you get stuck trying to launch a big idea, or just something that you really want to do, and you just feel overwhelmed at the thought of like actually figuring out how to do it. MVP episode one. Another one that's very popular is how watching stand up comedy can make you a better storyteller. And I still watch stand up comedy, but I went through a phase where I was watching it pretty consistent each week. And the way that they package stories, the way that comedians are, what they really are, is they're so gifted at a hook. They're so gifted at putting you in the room, right? Describing the senses, activating the senses. But even arguably, even more than both of those two things is editors. They're amazing editors. It's something that I continually work on. How do I say it in the, I don't want to say least amount of words possible, but the words that matter the most? How do I use the words that matter the most possible? That's a really good one for... um, for figuring that out is the stand-up comedy one. And then of course, let's see what else. Tarzan K, email marketing genius, storyteller, super vulnerable, just tells it, tells the real deal. We get into the concept of ethical storytelling and really how to build a community with your subscribers, with people that you don't know in real life who are just chomping at the bit, cannot wait to read your emails. She's excellent at that. So go back and listen to a couple of those. If you haven't already, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It's something that is a goal of mine. I want to get up there in the ratings. So it really, if you're somebody who has landed on here and is enjoying the podcast, take a moment to rate and review. I'm also reminded of when Glennon Doyle says, or if you didn't really like it, don't don't bother. But um, I would really appreciate your sharing the podcast, share it with your friends, share it on LinkedIn or wherever you like to hang out on Instagram. And I will see you next time. You know how they say you should enjoy the journey, not just the destination. Have you ever wondered how do I crack the code to do that? I can help you do that. I can help you not only achieve your biggest, most daring goals, but the journey to get there. No more overwhelm, no more self-doubt. I want to invite you to book a call with me. Go to splendidatl.com forward slash book. 
Think you've reached out to everyone in your network? Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.